Okay, we are Daf Mem Dalid. Uh, we're starting from the two dots, three lines down from the top. Uh, we're just looking back at the, the last point of the mission, which is that you can't enjoy anything from the leftover oil. So meaning you put an oil into uh, the lamp <coughs> to light the Nehru Shabbos, and then for whatever reason there's leftover oil, so you're not allowed to benefit from that oil, wasn't uh, prepared for Shabbos. So the Gemara, and that's Moksa, so the Gemara elaborates, Tan Rabbana, Moser, Shem, Shem, Aser. Whatever leftover oils in the lamp or in the bowl is aser, even after uh, the fire goes out. Uh, it's aser because it's mozza moksa. It's been, and for a couple of various reasons. One reason is that when Shabbos started, it was aser to access that oil. Uh, so, <clears throat> so now it becomes moksa for the whole Shabbos. Another thing has been designated for the mitzvah. That's another reason why it might, why it might be moksa. Rab Shimon says that once it goes out, Whatever leftover uh, oil is, is, is still in the lamp, you're allowed to benefit. Again, the principle of this is that Rabbi Shimon says, just because something had a certain status on the outside of Shabbos, that doesn't define its status for the rest of Shabbos. Just because when Shabbos began, it was for the mitzvah. But once the mitzvah is done, and once the iser now goes away, the candle has gone away, so there's not going to be any uh, problem with it accessing the oil. So why should the status of Muxa still remain? So Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah held that it's also because it's a principle, Migus since it was Muxa when Ben when Shabbos began. So now that sets the, the status for the rest of the day, and something can't lose the status of Muxa midday. But Rabbi Shimon doesn't subscribe to such an idea. So Rabbi Shimon says that any leftover oil that's in the as in the lamp, after it goes out, in fact, is mutter uh, to be nanafram. Now we learn more about this whole sugya in the next mission. A person can move a new, a new lamp, but not an old lamp. So you can't lose. You, you, in other words, you have like um, some sort of like these oil lamps that used to be made out of uh, like gross material, like an earthenware. So you can have a new one. It hasn't yet become, you know, disgusting for anything. So what would you, first of all, what are you moving it for? Are you using it for whatever? You want to put something else in it, whatever uh, other types of shimas you might conjure up to use it for on jobs. You want to keep water in it. You want to, you want to keep marbles in it, whatever you'd like to do with it. So a new a lamp, a new earthenware lamp is not moksa. No reason. We're not talking about one that you lit with. Um, it's just a lamp that's sitting around. So you could use a new one, but an old one you can't use because an old one, once it's been used, it becomes gross. And once it becomes gross, it's called muksa machmas mias. It's not, even though it's a kli, this is a chiddush, it's a kli. A kli is not muksa, but because it's something that's become gross because of its usage, once you use an earthenware lamp, it becomes pretty much gross for any other use. So now it's considered not designated for any other use. So it loses its status of being a kli for whatever else you want to do with it. So if you want to store your marbles, inside of the an old earthenware lamp you're not allowed to do that you know in the middle of shabbos you think hey this would be great if i would just store my mar- the marbles in here you can't do that because we look at the clean now as not being prepared for such a usage on shabbos so a new one there's no problem it's not gross yet but an old one which is gross is muxamachmasias you can't do that rip no rip doesn't subscribe to muxamachmasias quite understandably again rip is much more lenient he holds once you want to use it for the marble, so it's suitable for the marbles, it's suitable to be a cleat. So, what that is gross, but it's still suitable for its usage, so it's not moksa. So, you can move any type of lamp, except for a lamp that actually is currently burning, meaning he doesn't hold with any problems with moksa machmas mias. His only problem is if the lamp is currently moved, is, is currently um, is currently lit, then you can't move it because it might 
it might put the candle out. And we'll learn more about that later on, putting out the candle so you're not supposed to move it while it's lit because it might go out. We'll learn whether it's the exact reason. There might be other reasons why you shouldn't move it even according to Shimon while it's lit. But it, it's short of the case where it is actually lit right now. Any other case, Rav Shimon will always look at the lamp and say, the lamp is not moksa. Whereas we're learning here that the Tanakama says, no, once it's an, you know, an old earthenware lamp, then the, um, the halacha is that it is, in fact, it is, in fact, uh, muksa to, to move around. Uh, it's not considered designated for other usages on Shabbos. So now we look at a b'risa, which brings more tanam here. Tanam Rabbanu is talking about the b'risa, ner chadash, evelo yasha, divre, rebbe yehuda. Rebbe yehuda says exactly what we learned in the Mishnah, that you can move around the new lamp and not an old lamp. Rebbe Meir, or Rebbe Meir says, kol aneros metatlan, chutzman haner, shidliko boba Shabbos. You can move any lamp, meaning it looks like Rameir doesn't hold it this Muksamakmas Mia thing. So even if it's an old lamp, you're allowed to move it around. But a lamp that had a flame that was lit on the Shabbos, that you can't move around. Why? Because if it was lit on Shabbos, then it was Muksa, not Machmas Isser. When Shabbos began, uh, the, 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 you couldn't move it around because of the accessibility would be also because of the Isser of Kibbutz, because you might extinguish it. So since in the beginning of Shabbos, it was Muksa Machmas Isser, so it remains in the status of Muksa for the rest of Shabbos. So Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda was saying that there's an additional issue called Muksa Machmas Mia. So even if it wasn't lit on Shabbos, but an old lamp is Muksa. Rabbi Meir is saying, I don't hold to that Muksa Machmas Mia's business. But Muksa Machmas Isser is a category that he does subscribe to. So therefore, if if it was lit on the Shabbos, and even when the, it goes out, you cannot move the lamp. Shimon Omer, the third opinion, says no. Any lamp can be moved if unless it's currently burning. So once it goes out, you're allowed to move it. So he doesn't hold of Muxamachmas Isser either. So we have three, uh, we have two different possible categories. We have Muxamachmas Misser and Muxamachmas Mias. Muxamachmas Mias is like an example, like an old earthenware lamp that's not was never lit on Shabbos. So that only Reb Yehuda agrees to, uh, holds of, or a mayor and Reb Shimon don't hold Muxa. And then there's something else, Muxa Machlosesser, where the lamp was used to light when the Shabbos began. Once it goes out, is it Muxa? So that Rebbe Mayor and Reb Yehuda both hold as Muxa, but Reb Shimon is more lenient. In that case, even Muxa Machmas Isser, Rebbe Shimon is lenient. Once it goes out, you're allowed to move it. Abba Kosukar Vashishis, but in the case of a cup, a bowl, or another, you know, big, big bowl, that were uh, used, you, you, you use them as candles on Shabbos. Then once they go out, you're not allowed to move them. And obviously, that looks like a contradiction one line to the next. Reb Shimon just said that when the lamp goes out, it's not muksa. He doesn't know it's muksa makwas iser. So how come in the next line, he's talking about the cup and the bowl that you filled up with oil and you lit on Shabbos. Now he says you can't move them when it goes out. So it almost looks like a contradiction one line to the next. So we'll see. Uh, now we find one further, one fourth opinion. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omar, Rabbi Lazar, son of Rabbi Shimon, this is Rabbi Shimon's son. Mestabik Kava, you can take oil from the lamp that already once it's going out, or oil that's dripping out of the lamp, even when the lamp is still burning. So you're not allowed to take uh, oil out of a lamp that's burning strongly because that's machabet, right? That's you're extinguishing the candle. Why are you extinguishing when I take out um, some of the oil, so 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 there's different opinions, but uh, the basic reason is because you make the you take away the brightness there in the flame when you take away some of the oil. So Rabbi Lozer Reb Shimon is saying in Chiddush that once the flame is almost going out, so it's not bright anyway, so then you're allowed to take away some of the oil. That's that's the big uh, a big Chiddush, a big Chiddush. Now obviously forget about the fact that Kibo, he's also looking at the oil. The oil is not Moksa Machlau. 
So what's going on? So Amar he holds like his father in one point, but there's machlokas he has with him in another point. He holds like his father, he doesn't hold a muksa. Not holding a muksa means he's very lenient in the opinion of muksa. So he's looking at the leftover oil as not being muksa. There's no problem. Muksa machmas is sir. We don't say since it was inaccessible when Shabbos began when it was lit, so then it stays muksa for the rest of Shabbos. He does not hold to that like Rav Shimon's lenient opinion. But he disagrees with his father in one point. Rav Shimon holds. It's only once the once the flame goes out. Then you're allowed to have enough in the oil. But if the flame hasn't gone out, you're not allowed to take it because then you have the problem that you're extinguishing. You suffer, but he holds, Rabbi Shimon holds, I forgot the low cover, that even if the flame hasn't yet gone out, as long as it, it, it's not burning brightly, you're allowed to take out oil because he doesn't consider it to be keyboy <coughs> from the point that the flame is not burning uh, brightly. Okay, so those are the four opinions that we have in the Bryson. We've got Rabbi Yudah who holds a Muxamachas Isser and Muxamachas Mias. We've got Rameir who only holds a Muxamachas Isser, not Muxamachas Mias. We've got Rabbi Shimon who doesn't hold it either. He's Makel. And then you got Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon who's adding one more point. You can even take out of the oil uh, if the candle is not lit brightly. Now, we analyze one more point that Rabbi Shimon said. Rabbi Shimon said, even though you can move the candles, once the lamps, once they go out, he said that the cup and the bowls, you can't move around. So the Mar says, why are those any different? So we have to say something very forced. That you're right. According to Rabbi Shimon, you would be allowed to. But that line of the price is going back to Rabbi Yudah's opinion. Rabbi Yudah's opinion was that Muxomachmas Iser is Aser. See, he said you can't move around the lamp. So like Rabbi Yehuda, you also can't move around the cups and the bowls that had oil on were lit. So the Gemara doesn't like that. The Gemara rejects that very quickly. The language of the Brisa was a contrast. It said, but the Kaiskara. So clearly we're still in the opinion of Reb Shimon. And the lamp that was extinguished, you're allowed to move around. And we're contrasting that and we're saying, but the cup and the bowl that are filled with oil and lid, those you cannot move around. So clearly it's within the opinion of Reb Shimon. So the question now comes back, what's the difference between a lamp and a bowl? So really it's going to Reb Shimon. When does Reb Shimon matter? The, the lamp and the oil, when the, once it goes out, it's only a regular small lamp. A small lamp, clearly you have das in the beginning of Shabbos to use it once once it goes out. You, you're, you're thinking it might go out at some time during Shabbos. But Araya, you didn't fill up a huge oil cup. You filled up a little, little, little lamp. So even though it's not the most normal thing that it goes out, but it's it's possible that it might go out. You're not... and. So there's some level of anticipation of it, uh, that maybe the, the 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 flame will go out. There will be leftover oil, and uh, I'll be able to use some of the oil or some, and then move around the lamp as well. So that's why Reb Shimon is makel. Even though you lit the candle, he doesn't say. He still says it's not muktzamachmas iser, even though it's inaccessible when Shabbos begins, because a person is sitting there in some level theoretically expecting the candle to go out and having some ana from the leftover oil, and that's why the lamp is not muktzam as well. Avohani did a fishi, but the easiest case where you have these cups or the bowls with big, they, they, a big volume of oil, then we, we view that when the person is lighting them, they're pushing them away for the rest of Shabbos. They're not, they're, they're, they're kind of like abandoning any thought that maybe I'm going to move them around. They're viewing them as totally muksa. And even if it happens to go out, you can't use what's the oil that's left and the lamp is always muksa. So the Gemara is saying a fascinating lump this year, that the reason why Reb Shimon doesn't hold the muksa machmas iser <clears throat> it's not stamo who doesn't hold of it. It's because of the fact that there's some level of expectancy that maybe the candle will go out. So the Gemara is using that chilek to say, but if it's a big level volume of oil where it's reasonable to say it's just going to go for the rest of Shabbos, then Reb Shimon would agree that it is muksa. So the Gemara asks, well, Tanya, but it says in a price, it says in a price, the leftover oil in the lamp or in the bowl is aser. 
for Reb Shimon Mater, but Reb Shimon, even in the case of the lamp and the bowl, is Makel. So we just said that Reb Shimon agrees in the case of the bowl, but in this price, Reb Shimon is disagreeing even in the case of the bowl. Reb Shimon is Makel even in the case of the bowl to be nana for the leftover oil and the bowl is not moksa. So which one is it? Is Reb Shimon agreeing by the bowl or is he not? So the Gemara answers that it really all just depends is on is the size of the of the bowl. So Hasim Kar Dumindinar in the Brisa where we said the bowl with the lamp, we're talking we're talking about a bowl that's like a lamp, meaning a very small bowl. So if it's a small bowl, then there's not it's not gonna be Asr. But Hakha but our Brisa where Shimon agreed by the bowl that that it's Mutsa Bakar Dumidikos, he's talking about a bowl that's like a cup, meaning a bigger one, a bigger one that has a lot of oil in it. So the distinction at the end of the day, the Gemara, the Gemara upholds the point that it all depends how much it is. If it's a small amount of oil, then we can say that Reb Shimon, that's where only there does Reb Shimon say it's mutter if it goes out. But if it's a large volume of oil, then we assume that Reb Shimon would agree that it's moksa even if it goes out. Okay, so now, okay, let's just go back to review one more thing to make sure we have clear to, so that we can introduce the next line of the, of the Gemara. We had in the Brisa before that in old earthenware lamp, even though it wasn't lit, Reb Rabbi Yudha said it's Muxa. The reason was because it's Muxa Machmas Minas. Then Rabbi Mayer followed up that no, it's okay to move that unless it's a candle, unless it's a lamp that was lit on on Shabbos. So now the Gemara analyzes further. Amar Abzeir, Pamuk. Let's say a person, a Pamuk is a met, it's a metal candlestick. Shalik of Shabbos. He had he had a lit on Shabbos. The Dibre Hamazer Aser. According to the opinion, it was Makel by the by a used earthenware lamp. So Aser here, it's going to be Aser. Why? Because it was used to light. Again, Rameir agrees to Muxa Machmas Iser, he just doesn't hold to Muxa Machmas Mias. So if I have a huge earthenware lamp that wasn't lit on Shabbos, there Rameir was lenient, but Rameir is not going to be lenient by a, a, a candlestick that was used for a flame on Shabbos. But here Reb Zera says that according to Reb Yehuda, who Aser, Using the uh, to to move the used earthenware lamp on Shabbos, he didn't hold of he held muksa machmas mias is aser. He'll be mater to move the metal candlesticks because because it's not going to be muksa machmas mias. Metal is a type of material that even when you use it, even when you use it, it does become disgusting. And Reb Zera is assuming further that Reb Yehuda doesn't hold of muksa machmas iser. Reb Yehuda only holds of muksa machmas mias. So this is a, the Gemara challenges that right away. What Rabbi Yudah only holds was only problem with the category but he doesn't hold up a problem So you're trying to say a metal candlestick, which is not gross, that was lit on Shabbos, so it only has the variable Rabbi Yudah is going to say it's okay, but it says in the price. Rabbi Yudah says any lamp that's made of metal, you can move on Shabbos. Because, again, metal doesn't become disgusting after you use it. Unless the lamp was lit on Shabbos. So, Rebu, the black and white, is saying that you have a problem if it was lit on Shabbos. It's Moksa Machmas Iser. So, Rebu, that we see, holds a bowl. He holds a Moksa Machmas and Moksa Machmas Iser. So, what in the world was Reb Zira talking about when he said, that according to the one who, who forbids moving the earthenware used lamp, he'll be make to move a metal one that was lit on Shabbos. That was trying to say that Rabbi Yudah doesn't hold the Muxamach was Isser. Clearly in the Bible, so we see that's not the case. So the Gemara changes what Reb Zera's point was. Eli, it's my, if anything was said from Reb Zera, it's what Reb Zera meant to say. Omar Reb Zera, 
If you have a metal candlestick where that was lit on the Shabbos, Dibri Hakal Aser. There, everyone's going to agree that it's Aser. Why? Because both Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Huda subscribe to Moksa Machmas Iser. If you haven't lived for it on Shabbos, Dibri Hakal Aser, everyone's going to agree it's Mutter because here there's no Mias variable, it's metal. So to summarize what just came out, everybody agrees Moksa, and when I say everybody, I mean both Rebbe Meir and Rebbe Huda, they both agree. That Moksa Machmas Iser is forbidden. So anything which was lit on Shabbos, even once once it goes out, the lamp cannot be moved. Metal, earthenware, it doesn't matter. There's another variable, Moksa Machmas Mios, which only Rebbe Yehuda holds as a problem, or Mayor does not. And that would be relevant. Let's say I have a lamp, let's say I have earthenware, which wasn't lit on Shabbos necessarily, but it's disgusting to Rebbe Mayor, says it's Mutter, but Rebbe Yehuda says it's, it is Azra. And remember, Rebbe Shimon, the most lenient opinion, doesn't hold any of this. Moksa Machmas Iser. He holds in either in either case, it is okay, as long as it was a small lamp, as the Gemara had clarified. Okay, so now the Gemara continues with a new halacha. Let's say a person has a bed. A bed is a bed in No, presumably not. Why should it be? <clears throat> Why should a bed be muksa? But let's say somebody designates the bed. He didn't use the bed. He just designated it with his mouth. He designates it to be used to store money. Money is muksa. Money is muksa machmas kufa. It doesn't have any intrinsic uh, usage on Shabbos. So it's muksa. So if you designate, designate a bed for to, to, to put money on, then it becomes muksa for Shabbos. It's a, it's a tremendous chiddush understanding exactly why. Because the bed shouldn't be anything more than like a klish shemalach to It just becomes like the bed may now be designated for Isser. So the category of Kwishamat La Isser is normally not so muksa. There are a lot of leniencies with it. But Tosas explains that it's like you designate it in an exclusive sense. You're not going to use it for anything else. And a Kwishamat La Isser, where it's exclusively only used for Sang Asr, then we assume is totally muksa on Shabbos. And that's the point that Rabbi Marab is, tr- is trying to make. That this bed, once it's been designated to store money, you're not allowed to move it on Shabbos whatsoever. So it's a bit, what's the chiddush of what he's saying? Because you didn't actually use it. Who, what, what defines that the bed is no longer a bed and it's a holder of money at this point? Make what? Because you said some words. That's the chiddush of Rav Yudah Marab. That just declaring that that's what the bed is changes the status of the bed and it makes it muksa. So Rav Yudah the Gemara Akasha Rav Yudah Meis Rav Nachman Yisrael says you can move a new lamp on Shabbos, not an old one. So what are we saying? If you have a, a new lamp, it's not muksa. Obviously, it's been designated, right? It, it, it said you're allowed to move uh, in, 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 in a, uh, a new one, but not an old one. So, and what do we come out? The price is going like Rabbi Yehuda. So it sounds like just, desi- just designating it uh, to be used for muksa doesn't make it muksa. So we can even make the Gemara makes it like now, like a Kabbalah, a lamp, which is made for that. What do you, why are lamps made? Lamps are made to light. But what's still the halakha? If you didn't actually light with it, it's much to move it. It's not muksa. So we don't say, oh, it's a kli that's exclusively only for iser, and therefore it's aser, and therefore it's aser from uh, uh, from moving it on Shabbos. We don't say that. We say uh, you can move a lamp on Shabbos. So mita the heavy just in the case of the bed where it's not even made for the purpose of storing money. All it is is that you you said that you're going to use it. So lo kosher can all the more certain. Certain, you're allowed to move it as long as you didn't actually store money on it yet. You should be totally mutter. So the Gemara has totally reject, rejected what Rav Yudah said. Rav Yudah said that just declaring that the bed is going to be omit for money, so it makes it that you know now it's a 
store of money and it smokes on Shabbos, the Gemara is rejected. It's from the fact that you're allowed to move lamps on Shabbos and you're allowed to move new lamps. We don't, we don't consider those moksa, even though those are like made and designated completely to for something that's that's also we still don't consider that to be a problem. So kosher again that the bed shouldn't be a problem. So the Gemara says, if he said anything, if you have a bed that was designated to be stored money on it. So he needs and then if you actually used it for, for money, not on Shabbos, just on once you actually uh, followed through on your intent and you used it to store money, so now it becomes a money holder. So also the Tatsal, and then it becomes also to move on Shabbos. That, that makes sense because once you moved it, once you actually used it, it, the bed status now actually changed and it becomes no longer a bed. It's a money holder and therefore it's a mutza item. But lo if you didn't put money on it, it's mutter to move it on Shabbos. The, just the, the mere fact that you declared your intent doesn't change it from being a non mux a item. Let's say you didn't designate it necessarily, but you just happens to be Yeshua of most. You put money on, it's not that you're changing it forever to be a money holder, but you needed to put your money, to store your money somewhere before Shabbos. So you, on purpose, you put your money there before the Shabbos. What the din? Also, the Tautalah. It becomes, it becomes awesome. Now what's and let's just follow through. You know, if there's no money on the bed, then it's mutter to move it, even if money was once there. as long as the money wasn't there during when Shabbos began. So what's this last halacha? That's halacha is saying even if the bed, the bed, you're not making it into in this last scenario, you're not making it into a money holder. It, the bed is not intrinsically muksa, but if you needed a place to put the money in, and we put it there on purpose when before when Shabbos started, it was there. Then the bed becomes muksa. What's the under, Understanding that halacha, the understanding of halacha is the din of buses. We mentioned this in passing on that base. Buses means that if I have a non-muksa item, but it's holding and it's meant to hold a muksa thing, then the buses itself can become muksa. It's like tafel to the muksa. Like an example like that might be like a drawer, which is made to hold muksa items, like a car key or a wallet or cell phone. At that, not only are those items muksa, but the drawer itself is muksa. You can't open uh, open up the drawer on, on, on Shabbos. That's an example of buses. And this last line we're saying, so the bed, if someone intentionally put the money on, on the bed, even if you didn't designate the bed at all, it's not meant to be a long-term thing, but just for Shabbos, you're storing the money on, on the bed. So the bed becomes a muksa. And even if for whatever reason, the money is taken off the bed, but once the bed became a bus, it became muksa, then even if it was subsequently taken away, it would be a problem. So that last point where, you know, let's say go back analogy of like the the drawer someone puts his wallet into a drawer so to store for shabbos the drawer becomes muksa then for whatever reason it got taken out how did it get taken out i don't know the housekeeper moved it for whatever reason now the drawer is empty does the drawer remain muksa for shabbos so that's what here we're saying that it does but that is only like rabbi yehuda that that's obviously relying on the principle of once it was like that on the outside of shabbos so it retains the muksa status for the rest of shabbos that is only something that Rabbi Yehuda would hold, like not Rabbi Rabbi Shimon. So what comes out? It sounds like we're saying that um, that a bosses that was something like that in the beginning of of Shabbos that remains that way for the rest of Shabbos. And the Gemara says, "Is that true?" Amar Ula, Muslim Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar asked on this from the following Mishnah. So we're talking about here in this Mishnah, you have like a a, a kind of like back in the day. Remember the horse and the buggy. So we're talking about the buggy. So you have like the, this coach thing, this buggy place where people sit and then there are wheels on the side of it so regarding the status of the wheel so if it's 
a type of wheel that comes off. So in Hebrew it's not considered to be one, it's not considered to be one item <coughs> attached with the coach. It's not like that. You have the, the actual buggy, which is one thing, and you have the removable wheel, which is a separate which is a separate cleave. What what nafkamino do we care about? Let's say one of them becomes Tame. The, the other one is not automatically Tame. Remember, you could have a lot of cases, most cases, even if they're touching, one cleave is not Matame, another cleave. If a cleave becomes a Rishon, let's say, then a Rishon can't be Matame, another cleave. So if they're one cleave, so it would all be Makabal Toma together. But if it's not like that, they're not one, the wheel is removable, it's not one cleave. So then it's not viewed <coughs> as one. It's not measured together with the coach. We're talking about how big the, the, the coach is because it's a halacha that, that, that uh, a cleave has to be small to be considered a cleave. If it can hold more than 40 saw, it's not considered to be a cleave. So when I'm measuring this volume, we don't consider the volume of the, the, the wheel of the, the, the coach because since it's considered something separate, it's a separate cleave. It's, it's, uh, it has its own measurements. Um, it doesn't combine together with the buggy to save whatever is on top of the coach from having tumma when it goes over um, when it goes over dead a dead body. So what's the halacha? When something goes over a dead body, so it be forms an oil. If it's on it forms an oil, then it becomes tummy. However, if there's something that's separating, if there's something that separates, there's there's the davar hamafsek, a barrier between the 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 the, the dead body and the and the kalim, then it won't pass through. So what happens? And we're saying like an example like this. Could I use the wheel as considerate to be part of uh, part of the coach itself? So we're saying it, it, it will not. So therefore, the wheel when it passes over the wheel when it, when this whole thing passes over the dead body, the wheel is actually going to be makabel tumah from the grave and will not be a chatzitza between the tumah and anything that is on top of it. Fine. Those were three halachas that are not relevant to us at all. Now we get the halacha that's relevant to us. The in goron of shabbos bismaji shalomos. You can't you can't drag idan shabbos. If there's money on it, meaning if I have money that's on the wheel, you cannot move the coach and the wheel. What's the reason? The reason is is that the wheel becomes a buses to the to the to the muksa. Since the since it becomes a buses, since it becomes a buses to the muksa, now it's awesome to move to uh, to move it. Okay, that's what the Mishnah is trying to say. Now there's just very important places here. Super important. Important choices. They seem to be saying this all if the wheel is removable. Then the wheel becomes a buses. But let's say it wasn't a removable wheel. Why, why isn't it also a buses? So Taisa says because then I'm looking at the whole clee being the whole coach. And, and since it's only the little part of the clee, the little wheel that's holding the money, not the main part of the coach. So then we, we don't say that the whole coach becomes a buses because it's only the little wheel, only a little part of it that's holding it. And once... Once it's like that, then it doesn't become a bus. The bus is now it's mutter to move the wheel um, along along with it. That's a tremendous chiddush that Taisa says. So based on the Gemara, so if the wheel is removable, so then the wheel is its own thing. So the wheel becomes a bus. So now you can't move it. But if <clears throat> the wheel is is not removable, so it's just one big cleave with the whole wet with the whole with the whole coach. Since the whole coach is not going to become a bus, so then it's mutter to move it. That's the halacha that Tosis takes out of this Gemara. At any rate. So it says you're not allowed to drag on Shabbos if there's money on it. So we can make an inference. Oh, you know, oh, but if there's no money on the wheel right now, it's mutter. Even if there was money on it during when Shabbos began, it's not a problem. As long as the money's not there right now, it's okay. 
So what do we see? We see that just if something was a buses when Shabbos began, it doesn't remain a buses for the rest of Shabbos. It's only a buses if the muxa still remains. So this is a kasha on what we said. We said, Rav Yudam Arab said that if something was a buses when Shabbos began, if someone put the money down on the bed, then even if the money got taken off the bed, the bed remains a buses for the rest of Shabbos. Here we see that you only can't move the wheel when there's money on it. The implication being that if the money's not on it, even if the money was on it when Shabbos started, it wouldn't be a problem. Buses doesn't continue once the muksa item gets taken off. So which one is it? If you had a buses in the beginning of Shabbos and then the muksa item leaves, is it muksa now or is it not? So my answer is it really depends. He ripped Shimon, he's less than Muslim. That Mishnah was going to grip Shimon, was very lenient by muksa. So Shim is going to say the bus is only a problem when the muksa items are currently on the buses. Once the muksa item gets taken off, so the buses is now mutter. The Rav, Kareb Yehudas, Sriyar Leva, Rav holds like Rebbe Yehuda. Rav is more like the Shinjin opinion of Rebbe Yehuda. That Migus Katsoy, Meshmash, is Katsoy, Lechola Yoma. So the bed, once it became a buses for Muxov at the beginning of Shabbos, then in fact, it would be a, a buses for the rest of Shabbos, even if the Muxov item was taken off at that point.